my wonderful friend, welcome to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is a program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM, and I'm very happy to say hello to you. Welcome to the program today. It's good to have you with us. Please stay with us for the whole hour because we have uh, prepared for you a program which you may like and you may be part of this too. You can send us a text message with a question, a thought. You may have some experiences to share with us. And uh, please don't hesitate. Come with us today and share uh, some of your um, experiences. The number is 04888. 80811. This is the number where you can send a text message and we'll be very happy to share uh, uh, today your thoughts. And we have with us today um, Casey Vakorka, uh, which just uh, was trying to ring me because I didn't ring her before the start of the program. And it's good to have you with us, Casey. Yeah, good to be here. Sorry about that little glitch, but yes, I'm on board. So <laughs> That's all good. That's all good. Hey, I've got with me in the studio also here, David Lima from Family Voice Australia. It's good to have you with us, David. Well, thank you so much, Nick. Great to be with you. And my dear friend listening today, you know now that you can connect with us, you can be part of this program, and you can send us a text message with your thoughts, a comment, um, anything which you like, and probably even a prayer request if you like, and we'll be more than happy to pray uh, online uh, for you too. You can send a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. As we are concluding this week, uh, talking about uh, health, that's that was the main uh, uh, topic. But uh, during the week, we have also a special uh, program where uh, David, you were part of that, was the Anzac uh, Day. We try to connect that as much as we can with the the health and spirituality uh, as we talk this week. But that was a special occasion. Any comments, David, just before we moving on? Well, the pain and suffering which has occurred through warfare is a very real issue. And uh, those uh, soldiers who came back from Gallipoli, uh, they had not only physical wounds but psychological ones as well. Yeah, I'll give you a, b- a bit of a break want to clear your uh, throat there, uh, David, because I can see that we, we have few, a few glinches here, but that's all all good. Yeah, you're right, David, as, uh, as you're mentioning during the war and the families having those uh, young ones in particular, you know, that was a uh, lot of trauma. We are still reaping the bitter harvest from the First and Second World War. Mm. It really has been passed down through the generations and we absolutely need to break that cycle through faith and through encouragement. Absolutely right. Now, my dear friend, just to remind you today here, we are uh, talking about uh, God, the Bible, and holistic health. Now, we had uh, with us um, Casey uh, right from the beginning of this week. Uh, Casey, we did a program together and we asked this uh, question, are health principles really part of uh, a biblical religion 
And I think mm. we established some uh, points there that indeed, yes, the Bible speaks a lot about uh, health and um, gave us a tremendous amount of information about how to live uh, healthy. And yeah. we went through some passages in the Bible there um, uh, with you, uh, Casey, and we look at uh, parts of the Bible, like in Leviticus. And, but we started right from Genesis, actually, um, and we learned that uh, God indeed is so caring because he created us and he wants us to function on the optimal state, to, to function well. That was our point. But, Definitely. But we... Absolutely. Not only because of sin, you know, uh, indeed, sin uh, brought a lot of troubles in uh, our life, but by d- disobedience also, by choosing not to live as God instructed us, we are suffering and uh, we are here now. We can see around us so much pain and suffering in this world and so much health issues in our life. Now, as, uh, yeah, as the week uh, uh, progressed, uh, as I said a bit early, David, we came to, um, to that special uh, broadcast with Anzac. And uh, uh, yeah, indeed, we asked uh, again and we, we mentioned that lest we forget. Yes. Because uh, it's a special uh, time to, to remember all those people who gave their lives for uh, this country, we remember uh, all those people who, who went on the front line and uh, defend their country. Now then, uh, uh, Gary and uh, Marty, uh, they were talking about, can uh, I be an unhealthy vegetarian? And um, that was a wonderful program. And uh, Gary was sharing his story, uh, how he thought that he could be a healthy vegetarian and find out that that's not the case. And he found himself in a bit of trouble. But then, yeah, he turned around and uh, tried to really uh, look from a holistic approach to his health. And uh, my friend, uh, if you missed that program, you know that you can go uh, on faithfm.com.au and listen back to the program or on your app, FaithFM Australia. Uh, anytime you can listen to um, those uh, uh, programs, which you may miss. Now, uh, yesterday, uh, Casey, you were uh, again with us uh, on Faith FM and this time with Fabiano. Uh, you were uh, talking about um, is the gym enough? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was an interesting topic to, to uh, an angle to come from <laughs> mm-hmm. in relation to whole yeah. health. And you established a few things there that uh, uh, lots of people may be very religiously uh, committed to go to gym, maybe even every day, and still live a very unhealthy uh, life. And you pointed out quite a um, few things there, um, Casey, that we need to really look for the, um, uh, you know, for the whole person and the needs uh, to, to really mm. benefit of, um, of uh, optimal health. We may come back to some of the points you mentioned, uh, Casey, but um, uh, right now I want to just uh, come to a, an, an article under this segment of World Watch. And David, I may like you to take us through this. Um, I came this this article, The Victims of uh, Divorce, Statistics and Stories of Hurting Children. Yes. 
Now we know the divorce it's uh, very high among uh, us all you know in this society and uh, not discriminating you know with church and uh, um, just at large uh, um, divorce it's it's unfortunately very high. What is your perception uh, David from uh, Family Voice Australia in particular we you are um, you know uh, working hard to help families to stay together to have a voice to um, represent a family as God intended also for us all yeah absolutely the divorce rate is the most concerning matter we're talking about 40% uh, nationally uh, in Australia in America it's more like 50% mm. and uh, this is just most disturbing it has a huge consequence for children in every way and someone has very wisely pointed out that if children ruled the world there'd be no such thing as divorce mm. so it doesn't benefit anyone there's really a myth out there that you can have easy divorce uh, walter trobish the, the the great swiss theologian once famously said that when you glue two pieces of paper and then try to separate them it's not the glue that breaks it's the paper mm-hmm. and our flesh is damaged our physicality is damaged in fact every part of our life but mind, body, and spirit, and relationships are all damaged. Parenting is damaged. Uh, and just consider this point for a moment, Nick, uh, that children who who uh, are in stable families are more likely to be healthy because there is the opportunity for them to see mother and father in happy relationship, mm-hmm. which means eating properly, it means proper exercise and so on. And when divorce occurs, do, do people move into bigger ha- houses with bigger backyards? I don't think so. It's the other way around. Yes. So w- with a, a smaller backyard or even no backyard, if you have to end up in an apartment, for example, then uh, what is the opportunity for exercise? Mm. And when when families are fractured and kids are being shared between two households, then everything is stressed. Uh, it's much harder for those families to eat well because you know the mother's stuck in the workforce pro- probably against her will, mm-hmm. and so they're buying takeaway food. Kids are being uh, shunted off to childcare early, uh, long daycare sometimes uh, late in the evening. So n- none of this can possibly benefit health and relationships. That's true. That's so, true. So divorce is a, is a really bad thing simply in terms of its health yes. consequences. Yes. Oh, look, what caught my attention in this article, um, uh, David, is some of the things which have been said by celebrities. And uh, I'm looking here, uh, it says in uh, 1993, there was that movie, I haven't... Uh, watch this. I don't know. Maybe you, David, you may heard about this. Just out fire. Robin Williams um, in the persona of an elderly female mm. um, title uh, character, you know, explain divorce to the children. Mm. Interesting enough. And he said this. Some parents, when they are angry, get along much better when they don't live together. Mm. They don't fight all the time. And they can become better mummies and daddies mm. for you. Mm. And sometimes they get back together. And sometimes they don't, dear. And if they don't, don't blame yourself. Just because they don't love each other anymore doesn't mean that they don't love you. Which is true, you know, in a sense. Yes. yes. But what do you think about this approach? 
Yes, that's a, a fascinating statement. Now, the, in the movie, the the fellow is uh, has broken up with his wife, and he wants to spend time with his children, and so he pretends to be a housekeeper, and so he gets work in the house as the housekeeper, and that solves his problem of trying to spend time with his kids. So it's a very serious matter. Uh, tragically, of course, uh, Robin Williams went on to take his own life. Mm. Which is another discussion for another day, perhaps, but. Um, Right at the end, as you've pointed out, he tries to explain why divorce is sometimes necessary. And um, it, it's unfortunate that he takes that line because to say that um, the mother and father don't love each other but they love the child betrays a false concept of what is love because true love seeks the highest good of the other and has got nothing to do with things like compatibility or things like happiness even, it's got much more to do with faithfulness and laying down one's life for the other and seeking their highest good. And I, I repeat that earlier remark that if children around the world, there'd be no such thing as divorce. So kids really don't buy this line that, um, oh, you know, don't bl don't blame yourself. Uh, it's, it's simply a problem between the mums and the dads. Well, kids do blame themselves, unfortunately, and uh, this this idea that uh, the mother and father uh, will be better off separated, largely I think that's false. Mm. And what we need to l learn to do is to love each other, to learn to love rather than to feel to love. It's all all to do with the with the heart and with the with the mind, with commitment and volition and choice mm. rather than feelings. You know, I hate this phrase. Uh, you know, we've fallen in love. It's like falling over a log, you know. We <laughs> we need to stop using this phrase because you can fall into something and you can fall out of it. Well, what's the good of that? We need to choose to love. Yes. Yes, indeed. And uh, love is so bigger than we sometimes look at, you know. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, in English, it's even uh, poorer described mm. uh, to the word love, you know, in, well, in Greek. You'll have... Uh, Many words yes, to yes. describe love, like agape, for Correct. example, the, yes. the ultimate love which God uh, shows mm. us, uh, mm. or filio, or uh, eros, yes. all those things. But we can say in uh, in English, we can say just love in yeah. all all aspects, which is it's a little a little bit um, ambiguous. Uh, ambiguous. But hey, uh, this article, uh, David, also is pointing out that we should listen more to what the children had to say mm. in regard of this, not what the parents think is best Correct. for the children. Because in the end, yes, as a parent, you may uh, think that this is the best, but actually reports shows people doing this, um, you know, um, sort of um, statistics Correct. Uh, that the children are very much affected oh, yes. and hurt for the rest of their life, most of them. Yes. Now, there may be uh, exceptions there mm. where people can do very well, but I think this is mm. very important to to take a look at this. And uh, there are a couple of uh, statements here from uh, those children who went through a divorce. Yes. Uh, one said, for example, uh, I couldn't reconcile the fact that half of me is mom and half of me is dad. And if they hate each other, how can they possibly love me yes. completely? That's right. That's a brilliant observation. Mm. Uh, children can be very wise about these things. 
And as we're discussing health in particular today, uh, we think about the way in which the immune system really requires a cheerful aspect Mm -hmm. because people who are depressed get sick. Uh, People whose immune system is compromised get sick. And the immune system is compromised when we fail to have joy in our hearts. Mm. Uh, A cheerful heart is good medicine, the scriptures say. And when people are stressed or they are angry or they're guilty, they're upset, they're feeling bad about themselves, Mm. they are much more vulnerable to disease and to health issues, Uh, whereas laughter uh, boosts the immune system. Mm. (laughs) And we we need more laughter. Uh, The value of laughter is is incredible. There's a a wonderful old saying from... uh, from Thomas Sydenham, who was the father of English medicine, he said, the arrival of a good clown mm. <laughs> in, the, in the town, the arrival of a good clown exercises a more beneficial influence upon the health of the people than of 20 asses laden with drugs. Mm. So we don't need more pharmaceuticals, valuable though they can be. There's a place for those. But we need more laughter. Absolutely. And, and, and when I mean laughter, I mean the joy which proceeds from a happy heart, Mm -hmm. a forgiven heart. Absolutely right, uh, Debian. And I hope that we can um, um, help uh, Mm. through these programs as we talk about a holistic uh, approach and considering that uh, family, it's a nucleus, it's a very important uh, aspect of uh, living a healthy life. And to consider that another young woman, you know, uh, she shared, even though I was uh, an adult, I was absolutely devastated. I felt like everything I understood about the world and how I was raised was completely shattered, like a glass thrown against a wall. Now, it's not just about uh, minors, you know, I mean, uh, children who are small. It's about adults here we're talking about. When this happened, Mm -hmm. it can create waves in the life of people who already started their life. Oh, yes. And uh, what, what's your um, concept uh, here? Because uh, I know and I heard you a lot um, talking about families and uh, very strong opinionated to be, and it's rightly so, uh, that the family should hold together, be strong, stand for the principles uh, of the Bible in particular, because that's how the family is uh, based on. Uh, but yeah, any any thoughts on that before we are moving to to the next uh, section of our program? Yes. Uh, now, we, we must be clear here. We're not trying to hurt any listeners that have been through separation or divorce. We do pray for them that God's blessing will be upon them in whatever situation they're in. But what we do need to get clear is our thinking here because we have been absolutely lied to, Nick, in our society that marriage is a disposable commodity. Mm. And if you if you don't like your mobile phone, throw it away and get another one. That's that's acceptable. If, if you've got a disposable camera or a disposable whatever, uh, by all means, get rid of it and re- an upgrade. But no, we cannot do that with relationships. Mm. You, we cannot trade in for a better model. We've got to blossom where planted and we've got to make things work where they're at. And if we could learn to do that, we wouldn't have so much problem of separation and divorce. The health consequences of separation and divorce are absolutely massive, and almost no one discusses them. So I'm so mm. pleased that we're examining this most important topic today, Nick. 
Yes, indeed, uh, David. Thank you so much for all those uh, thoughts. Now, my dear friend listening today, I like to bring to your attention a wonderful book which uh, we have prepared for you today. And you know by now that uh, you can uh, send a text message with a code which we'll provide in a moment. And uh, yeah, require this uh, this book. It's called 10 Choices for a Full Life. As God children, we are called to make healthy choices and to encourage others to do the same. God has a plan for our health. This is not a news flash, but knowing that facts does not necessarily mean we will change. While 10 choices for a full life provides the data, it goes a step further and inspire us to make these important changes. Why not to claim this offer which we have for you today, my dear friend? 10 choices for a full life. The code is SA116. Don't hesitate to send us a text message to 04888-80811 and please re- request this uh, book. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And this is Fate FM, Drive Time, Big Q&A. This is Nick Rita, your host. I have with me in the studio here David Lima from Family Voice Australia. But waiting uh, on the line uh, with us also via phone is um, uh, Casey. It's good to have you with us, Casey. How are you going? Yeah, good. Good to be here again. Thank you for having me uh, to share with you once more. Now, Casey, we kind of hijacked you this week. We had you a couple of times on the program already. Uh, but it's great to have you. I mean, just want to mention again to our listeners, even though during the week uh, it was mentioned about yourself, but you are a nutritionist, are you? Yes, And what else? Uh, just share uh, with uh, us uh, in a couple of words about yourself and uh, we'll uh, ask you a question maybe to start us uh, today. Okay, sure. Yeah, so I'm a nutritionist and um, a lifestyle medicine practitioner. So I basically have had uh, training that looks at all aspects of people's lifestyles and how to help um, optimize them. And um, I've also worked at a place called Seed of Our Retreats for a few years, gained some very valuable experience there, um, working with people and also doing therapies, hydrotherapy and massage and those sorts of things. So fairly broad uh, spectrum of uh, different things that I've been involved with, but very passionate about helping people Mm. um, live their best life and, and optimize their lifestyle and their well-being. Yes, and uh, we took an interview, I took an interview with you, um, and uh, yeah, this week was uh, played that one also with a bit of your uh, story, your uh, testimony, and I learned Mm -hmm. that um, you grew up in a very strong Christian family, but also with some challenges in the family, having a brother with some conditions, uh, and uh, yeah, I think to know, to be informed it's a wonderful thing you know and you choose this path you know to be more involved of um, helping people to be healthy to stay healthy or to regain their health because that's yeah. that's actually the the thing which uh, we 
we want. Uh, we are talking to an audience so diverse, you know, people who may suffer right now as we talk about certain things. But, you know, it's not the end of it. There is always room for improvement. I like a program which I might direct you, my dear friend listening today, if you want to just know a little bit more. It's called uh, a CHIP, Complete Health Improvement Program. And I like what they, they stand for. It says that they, the program is for prevent, prevention, arrest, and even reverse chronic diseases. There is hope for us all in, uh, in this field. Don't be distressed. Don't be stressed out because that will cause even more problem. Is that not right, uh, Casey? Mm, yes. <laughs> Very true. Now, um, today I would like to, before we asking this question, um, Casey, is physical health and spirituality connected? Is there any connection there? And we already mentioned at the beginning of the week that there is. But before I'm asking this again, I, I would like you if you could just take us through uh, some steps of uh, a holistic health, holistic yeah. approach. Now, I'm not sure if our listeners have heard about uh, New Start. That's an acronym. Can you take sure. us through to mm-hmm. this uh, and just share a little bit briefly what that means, each of the steps? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yes, New Start is an acronym that more or less sums up all the key aspects of our lifestyle that can have a very powerful impact on our health. And um, I think the the acronym was, was put together by I'm pretty sure it's the Weimar Institute in America, mm-hmm. um, but it's um, based on on some inspiration from uh, just some statements uh, in the writings of a, a health advocate from the 1800s uh, named Mrs. Ellen White. Mm. And she makes a comment um, identifying these things, and it's been shown uh, more and more over the years that these things are very, very, uh, important aspects of our well-being. And so NUSART stands for nutrition, uh, exercise, water, that's new. And then START is sunshine, temperance, air, rest, and trust, uh, or trust in, in divine power even uh, as well. I think that's important, so, uh, the trust in God. I think that's very important yeah. because uh, in the end, all those other things, you know, uh, which we can enjoy fully about, as you mentioned, air, uh, sunshine, exercise, uh, good clean water, uh, um, all those things, you know, are at our hand. Thank God <laughs> because of yeah, his creation, you know, and he knew exactly what we need to function well. Uh, but so often we may try to do those things but not to have anything to do with God, with yeah. the Creator. I, I believe in this um, New Start program, including that, that plays a very uh, important part of the holistic approach. Yeah, absolutely. And it does, it changes, um, it changes your whole outlook when you, when you think of God as the Creator of all things. Mm. This is what the Bible talks about. Um, and then when you see everything around us that contributes to health, you can come to these things with a much deeper appreciation for them because you recognize that God the Creator has made these things for our benefit. And when we take them up and when we um, 
have these principles active in our lives, um, we can, it's almost like it deepens our connection with God in the sense that we are experiencing something that comes straight from his creative hand that's given to us to bless us. Um, so I guess that's how I feel personally mm. um, with this belief because I, I believe in God as the creator. And that to me gives such a deep appreciation for the things in nature that do so much to enhance our well-being. Um, and so just to elaborate a little bit more about the different aspects, nutrition, when we are talking about nutrition, um, I think most would agree today that the best foods for our bodies are whole plant foods, um, things like whole grains, fruits, vegetables, um, legumes, mm-hmm. and nuts as well. If these form the mainstay of a person's diet, that is going to be on the best path for health as far as nutrition is concerned. And I know that even if you're not totally plant-based in your diet, at least if you have a high proportion of these foods in your diet, it's going to um, give yeah the most significant benefits for health. And there's you know, there's been studies around the world that have looked into this and some um, some of them might be like the China study or mm. even the studies of the blue zones, for example, or some other ones where they've found that with the blue zones, it's the people who have the greatest longevity around the world are people whose diet primarily is based around these foods and um, they've got minimal processed foods and, and minimal animal products primarily whole plant foods as the basis of the diet. Mm. And so this is what the big focus is for um, optimizing one's nutrition. The more you can head in this direction, the more you're likely to um, enjoy significant health benefits as a result. Yes. Uh, So that's nutrition and exercise, of course. (laughs) We all need to make sure we are, are moving, and I'm sure we've all heard of the phrases of, um, if you don't use it, you lose it, and mm-hmm. that applies to your muscles. You know, we have to keep them moving to keep them strong. And there, there's just so many, you know, good benefits for exercise overall. It can even help your immune system when you exercise in moderation. And, um, it, you know, oxygenates your body. It keeps the blood flowing freely, so it helps to minimize, you know, congestion uh, in various parts of your body. So it's... um. Very, very beneficial. And uh, it was interesting. I saw a recent study. This is just a little bit of encouragement for exercise. A recent study, which I believe was published just this year, um, showed that even if you get only half the recommendation, the recommended um, uh, amount of exercise, which most like things in government bodies recommend, which was um, usually about, say, 22 minutes a day. Even if you get half of that, only 11 minutes of, mm. of exercise a day, there's significant increase um, of benefits to your health from that. I think it's like something about 14% reduced risk of death or from all causes wow. um, just by exercising even 11 minutes. And, I mean, that, that sounds achievable. We could all just take an 11-minute walk in a lunch break or something like that. Um, and you would be able to put that in. And so it just highlights that, that uh, exercise is, is something that's really, really valuable for our health. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, and then there's water. Water is an interesting one um, because there's different applications. Of course, the need to drink adequate water mm-hmm. um, is important. Portion to size, drinking um, water regularly is important because most of your body's processes of functioning uh, rely on water. And if you're dehydrated, it can cause problems with that. And, um, yeah, so drinking plenty of water, but also making sure you're washing uh, yourself regularly. Also, like, you know, um, I think these days hygiene is, is much more common practice mm. than maybe a 100 years ago. But just the simple practice of having a, a shower or a bath every day is really, really important for health because it helps to clear out your body's the pores of your skin, helps you to get rid of the waste and, and just keep the whole system clear and functioning. Mm. Wonderful. Um, yeah, well, look, yeah. this is the first part of the acronym, NEW, and yeah. I like that in, in these um, three, you know, aspects, nutrition, uh, exercise, and water, and I grew mm. up uh, in a very remote area, the farm, and I benefit of, of very good nutritious food straight from the land there. And I mm. exercise a lot because I had to uh, when I was going to work uh, on the land and I had to move uh, from place to place. And then drinking that also pure water right from the stream there. Not, uh, oh, beautiful. Oh, wonderful there. And I, that's one thing which I miss actually here in Australia. I really miss yeah. the spring water which I grew up with. But hey, these three very important things. Now, we'll come after the, uh, we'll take a little break and we'll come a little bit more quickly to mention the other part, the start one. But uh, here it's a break. And my dear friend, I want to mention to you again the offer which we have for today. And that's a wonderful book, 10 Choices for a Full Life. You need to send us a text message to 04888801 with the code S. A116 116 SA116 the number is 04888801 we are going to have a short uh, break with a song here and then we'll come back please stay with us don't worry about everything around you everything around you And don't freak out If you don't feel me beside you Just look up, I'm reminding you to Sing a new song And let the rain clouds cry Their tears of joy And dance all around you Though a thousand may fall And dead may surround you I have brought you
Welcome back. This is Fate FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Krita. And in the studio, we have David Lima from Family Voice Australia. On the phone, via phone from uh, New South Wales, we have uh, Casey Vakorka. I hope I didn't butcher that name too much. Uh, uh, you did fine. <laughs> Casey. But hey, uh, Casey is a nutritionist and also a lifestyle uh, consultant. Is that right, uh, Casey? Correct. Yes, good. good. Now, just uh, before the break, we were um, talking a little, a little bit about the one of those programs uh, called New Start, and mm. we talked about that. Uh, it's an acronym. Uh, uh, new stands uh, for uh, nutrition, uh, uh, exercise, and water. And we are going to talk a little bit more about uh, um, the second part, which is Start. And then mm. see how the Bible also links in here. But just before I'm moving to that, uh, looking here just across the table from me, I'm looking at uh, David Alima from Family Voice Australia, and he looks a quite healthy block. How are you going, uh, David? You can uh, share with us right now here how life treats you. And uh, yeah, do you have a story to share maybe? Well, I take health very seriously and I'm very careful about what I eat. I've lost quite a bit of weight this year uh, through sheer, sheer willpower and you know exercise and, and simply not eating in order to uh, get some excess weight off. So I'm very pleased with that. Uh, my wife's very pleased as well, I might mm. um, But I, I also I do weightlifting about three, three days a week. Uh, I try to do uh, about an hour of exercise uh, pretty much every day. And then I also try to laugh a lot and be full of joy. Uh, the book of Proverbs is very instructive here, chapter 17. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Mm. A great statement, that is. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. I don't want to have dried up bones. Um, now, laughter has been found to boost the immune system and to lower blood pressure, so that's a healthy thing. And we've got a problem, uh, particularly among uh, the, the ladies, which is osteoporosis, and I would suspect that that's largely due to a lack of weight bearing. So mm -hmm. we need to do a bit more physical exercise. Proverbs 31, her arms are strong for her tasks, we read. So, yeah, um, laughter is a very important thing. Uh, we learn 80% more when laughing. So as an educator, I try to get my audiences, whether they're in church or the classroom, to laugh a bit more. And joy is such a powerfully health-enhancing thing. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing with us, uh, David, on that. And I believe each one of us, yeah, we experience uh, uh, similar things in life and we, we learn. Hopefully we can learn if, when we come across some of the challenges, you know, um, in life. And yeah, uh, I really appreciate that. Now, coming to you, Casey, because the time is going very fast today. Uh, and I'm just, um, I just want you to take through quickly through the, second part of uh, that program, New Start, and then mm. uh, if you could um, probably just uh, uh, transition uh, to some of the um, biblical principles which supports uh, um, yeah. the health principles. For sure, yeah. So um, S is for sunshine, and of course we know sunshine gives significant benefits for health. Um, one of the first things people often think of is the vitamin D that you can gain from sunshine, which is important for many aspects of your body's function, including your immune system. The sunshine also helps with um, 
boosting your uh, immune immune system in other ways too, through helping to create um, melatonin within the cells of your body when you're exposed to the sun's heat, and that mm. can help with reducing inflammation and various other things that are very very powerful. And of course, the sunlight helps to boost the mood as well. Um, it's important in regulating your, your body's um, sleep wake cycle and um, and uh, stimulate you know the hormones that are related to that. And so it's it's very very important um, for those sorts of things. And then of course, the concept of temperance. Temperance simply means a moderation in things that are good for you and um, abstaining from things that are harmful. Um, and so moderation in the good, well, that would apply to anything. Um, you know, moderation in, in eating, in exercise, in water, in sun, all of these things we know if we have too much, there can be bad consequences. Mm-hmm. If you have too little, it's not good either. So that's easy. But with temperance, we're talking about things like um, avoiding alcohol, um, eliminating alcohol as possible. Uh, we know from a statement published by the World Health Organization just this year in January um, that they have been able to establish with the research now that alcohol, there's no level of alcohol that is actually safe mm. for health, um, which is quite a significant step that they can actually verify that now. So um, alcohol is something to be very much avoided and same as things like cigarettes and other stimulating substances that can yes. and on, really on, be detrimental. On alcohol, just very quickly, you know, uh, yeah. you may heard about that, um, and I certainly I hearing around that uh, a glass of uh, wine will do very good for you. Uh, and uh, now, I don't know, uh, um, you know, uh, scientifically, uh, how uh, that's proven, maybe you know more, but I heard about this, that uh, a glass of juice will contain exactly the same things like wine contain except alcohol. Mm, that's absolutely correct, yes. So the benefits that you can gain from from wine, you could have the same health benefits from drinking just pure mm-hmm. grape juice without the alcohol, and that would be effective. So, yeah, and that's what they've found. They've found that it really is the alcohol that's the problem. Unfortunately, yes, it does come in a package with other good things, but whatever the alcohol is in there, it's really not the best mm. choice. Um, and that is what we've been able to establish in the research today. The research that showed that there was benefits with alcohol, um, it it was basically due to a flaw in the study design that um, made it look like if you have a little bit of alcohol, it's good for you. Mm. But now we understand that no alcohol is the way to go, um, but certainly take advantage of the benefits of, of um, you know, pure grape juice or something mm. like that. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then of course there's um, for A, it's fresh air. I know probably all of us have experienced just how invigorating it is to take a deep breath of fresh, crisp air. It just makes you feel so good, and it's very good for helping cleanse your system. Which is harder um, and harder these days to find those spots, you know, with a nice yeah. clean air. But uh, still, uh, I think we, That's if right. we are intentional, we can still, uh, yeah, find that. Find some, yeah, definitely. Often near water is a good place, at the beach or by a stream, mm-hmm. waterfalls, it's good. Then, of course, rest, you know, sleeping well, um, very, very important for health, extremely important for your health to get enough sleep. Seven or eight hours per night is best for adults. And then, of course, there's the, the aspect of trust. And we, we talked earlier in the program about the, the importance of, you know, good quality in, interpersonal relationships. 
um, and how significant that is for our, our well-being um, within the home life and that sort of a thing. So that's important here, but also, of course, we're thinking about trust in the divine power as well and that mm. having um, a connection with God is something that can give a lot of rest and peace in the mind, which then has a flow-on effect throughout the whole body system in bringing health and well-being. So yeah. You, you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned uh, God here, and you know, in these days, again, it's harder and harder to trust in, you know, in mm. people, in whatever is around us, politicians and so on and so forth, but you yeah. can certainly trust in God. And I believe that's a very good point, uh, mm. uh, Tracy, because uh, we moved so far from uh, trusting in God and uh, allow mm. God to take care of all our our needs. Now, would you be able just in the next couple of minutes to bring that uh, together, what that means to trust in God? I think David has also a, a thought here before we asking you, uh, Casey. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, wonderful to hear that summary from Casey, uh, the New Start approach. Uh, very helpful. We we absolutely need to have a holistic approach here. It's not just one thing or another, but it's everything. And in particular, our spirituality is very important. Uh, the scripture says that physical exercise is of some benefit. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to fix everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to be right with God. Uh, it, it is the cheerful heart which is a good medicine, and there's no no heart that's more cheerful than one that is relieved of the burden of guilt, of shame, mm. uh, and of being uh, cut away, cut out from uh, from God's family. So, our prayer, of course, for the listeners is that they will think about the the entire the entire human uh, temple of the Holy Spirit, which which each of us uh, occupies yeah, in our yeah. body, and that we will. Um, make sure that the spiritual aspect is sorted out as well as the physical and mental. Interesting. Uh, David, you mentioned family here again, mm-hmm. which I like to see. How, um, Casey, how is that possible, you know, uh, physical health and spirituality to be connected? And maybe the first thing is that God wants us to be part of a community, part of, you know, we call it church. Mm. I think that's important too. Can you take us through some of these aspects uh, to understand a little bit more if Physical health is also like spiritual health. Mm, yeah, definitely. And uh, I think one of the ways to understand it is um, in terms of the impact on the mind. Mm. Um, it's very interesting when you look at um, uh, a couple of texts in the scripture. Um, one of these I mentioned yesterday, and another one is new. Mark twenty, sorry, Mark twelve verse thirty rather says, "You shall love the Lord with all your heart." soul, mind, and strength. And then in Romans 12, verse 2, it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind that mm-hmm. you may understand what is the good, acceptable, perfect will of God. So um, the mind is in here and also the idea of serving God with all of your strength. Um, but it's very interesting because all of those aspects of our physical health, which we just talked about before, you know, nutrition, exercise, water, sunshine, temperance, air, rest, all of these things have a very powerful effect on optimizing the function of the mind. Mm. And this is very, very important in the link between physical health and spirituality because when the mind is in the best state of function possible, it makes it... um, much easier to then be able to grasp spiritual things because spiritual uh, things and, and a relationship with God 
requires a very um, high functioning mind. It requires a lot of uh, attunement mm-hmm. of the mind to, you know, understanding, for example, the things that the scriptures talk about. You know, you need to have a clear mind to decipher and compare and look through that and understand what God is trying to tell us through there. And um, this is this is something which I think is is very very critical. And you do see it. You like as I say when I worked at the retreat, over and over again, you see this change that when people address all of these aspects of their physical health, their mind gets a lift. Mm. And in turn, they become more perceptive and more open and more interested in in the deeper things of life and have a better capacity to appreciate them and understand them. And um, this is where, this is the practical advantage of looking at physical health as a way of enhancing spiritual capacity, um, just because it's optimizing the, the body's function in which we live in, you know, yeah. well in our bodies, yes. that's the way we live um, and so God is able to communicate to us best when we have a mind in in best health. Yes, yes uh, now you mentioned a bit earlier about the blue zones and yeah. um, just uh, if I could quickly mention this there was a huge study done about uh, people living healthy and living longer i think it was in japan somewhere in japan yeah. one like of an the, hour. Oh, yes mm. and then mm-hmm. was somewhere in the mediterranean area yeah, like mm-hmm. in sardinia yeah and uh, yeah, but yeah. what caught my attention in this study is that was a group in united states in loma linda california. it's in california that's right yeah. and this group all of them, that, which was subject to this study, they were all part of the same church. Yeah, yeah. Which means that we, again, it proves here that to be connected, to have that relationship with God, mm. it's very important. Absolutely yeah. uh, important. And I like that how you put it, that God is the one who knows he designed it for us. And he knows how to maintain uh, yeah. our life in a healthy way. You know, if we allow him to be part of our life, not to sporadically just go to God when we need him because we run to some troubles and we're thinking, where are you, God? Probably you, you can fix this for us. If we have an, on daily basis a relationship with our creator, God, then I believe this, it's, um, this is the very important thing. Now, I just want to mention again the offer which we have for you, my dear friend, uh, uh, today, and it's a book called 10 Choices for a Full Life. Don't hesitate to claim this uh, book. As God's children, we are called to make healthy choices and to encourage others to do the same. You can have this book if you send a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one with the code SA116. Now, we have maybe a minute, each one of you guys here, David and, uh, and Casey. I may just start with you, uh, David. Uh, what you, uh, what's taking home um, point for you uh, from this uh, team which we look at uh, in regard health and holistic approach? Yes, the, the new start approach is very valuable, and I love its emphasis on sleep. 
And there's an interesting proverb. It's not from scripture, but it could well have been. And that is that sleep is better than medicine. Mm. Lovely phrase. Sleep is better than medicine. Part of the reason we've got so much sickness is because we're not sleeping enough. We're too busy trying to pay the bills and keep up with the Joneses. And we need to uh, take that other um, uh, letter from the from the New Start acronym, which is trusting God. Mm. We don't need material things. Jesus said, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. If we could learn that, uh, we'd free ourselves from the rat race, we'd have more time to sleep, we'd be more healthy. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, Casey? Yeah, yeah. Look, I just wanted to... Um Bring your attention to a proverb as a closing thought. This is from um, Proverbs uh, chapter chapter four and verse twenty to twenty two. It says, um, "My son, attend to my words; incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them, and health to all their flesh." And uh, this is highlighting that um, the spiritual wisdom from the scriptures mm. can give life and health to us as um, as human beings. And um, I think that spirituality can both boost physical health as well as physical health boost spirituality. Mm, and it goes both ways. Yeah. And this is all part of the whole picture of holistic health for our, our well-being. So. That's probably the closing thought from me that um, if you can tap into any of those areas, it will, it'll boost your well-being. Well, thank you so much, uh, both of you guys. Thank you, uh, Casey, being with us uh, most of the days of this week. And thank you, David, for uh, coming also. It's wonderful to have you together. My dear friend, that's all from us uh, today. Uh, please uh, join us again next time because we are going to talk about uh, the Bible, uh, the believer and the spirit. And we are going to ask uh, questions like the first question will be is the holy spirit real what did jesus say about that may god bless you and have a wonderful walk with our lord jesus christ and live a healthy life this program has been made possible by the support of adventist world radio rise and follow me i'll make you worthy Rise and follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. Rise and follow me, I'll make you worthy. Rise and follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. Peter, John, and James could never be the same. After they heard him say, I'll make you fishers of men. He said, rise and follow me. I'll make you worthy. Rise and follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. He said, rise and follow me. I'll make you worthy. Rise and follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. Cast your nets aside and join the battle tide. He will be your guide to make you fishers of men. He said, Rise and follow me, I'll make you worthy. Rise and follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. 
hands and follow me I'll make you worthy Rise and follow me I'll make you fishers of men Jesus bore the cross Together in the lost Oh, what a mighty cost To set us free from sin He said Rise and follow me I'll make you worthy Rise and follow me I'll make you fishers of men Rise and follow me I'll make you worthy Rise and follow me I'll make you fishers of